How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. To Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Get up. Let's get it on. The Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, baby. Showtime. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Hour three of the Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh underway. I am Sam Schmitz filling in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer today along with the former Packer and Badger running back Gary Ellerson. Leroy Butler also in the studio as well, leaping in and out. We will be talking about Christian Watson and the Green Bay Packers in just a couple minutes here. But uh, as I mentioned, the Green Bay Packers have joint practices currently underway right now. We'll get you the latest info about what's going on, hopefully no fights, no injuries, but we do have some other roster news surrounding the Green Bay Packers at the top of the hour, um, and we'll go to that in just a couple of minutes here, but want to remind you guys, breaking news on the fan is brought to you by the Beat the Streak podcast. Get an inside edge on how to win the $5.6 million prize every day of this baseball season. Listen on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcasts. I now go to the other side of the glass. Our producer, Adam Roberts, has the latest when it comes to Pastor, Packer roster cuts. They have to go from 89 to 85. What do you got, Adam? So, Sam, we have four cuts to report today, courtesy of Rob Domofsky and others reporting from Packers training camp. The names that were released that I have for you include running back B.J. Baylor, offensive lineman George Moore, linebacker Ellis Brooks, and the most notable name on the list, one of the tight end core is gone. Dominique Daphne has been cut from the Packers roster. Aye, aye. So... Obviously, the Packers now get down to 85, meeting the deadline for the roster cuts. But, I mean, Gary, it kind of sucks for Packers fans who have grown attached to Dominique Daphne, kind of similar to like a Kurt Benkert situation. Played in very limited amount of playing time last year. And, I mean, I mean, I, I guess that speaks to the tight end room that they have if they believe in. I know they picked up a tight end, too, yesterday. But Josiah DeGuar, Robert Tunyon coming back, Mercedes Lewis. I mean, I guess there really isn't, if those guys are healthy and ready to go, there really isn't room for Dominique Daphne along with Tyler Davis if they're still if they're still keeping him as well. Well, shocker for me. Yeah. Um, 
because I thought like that tight end spot would go all the way down to the last cut and then they figure it out. Um, I, I didn't see, you know, they're, they're releasing Daphne, right? I mean, they, the tight end room is full, don't get me wrong, but still, you're going to have injuries. I mean, Josiah DeGuro just hadn't been the, the healthiest guy ever. And so I thought maybe that tight end group would be the last one that you would see cut. Offensive line is another group that I thought would be the last group you would see cut. Wide receiver is another group I thought you'd be the last group that you see a lot of cuts being made. But yeah, Daphne most certainly is a surprise to me right now. Yeah, because I'm kind of surprised that they did end up cutting Dominique Daphne because I figured even though if the tight end room was full, you could still find a really good role for Dominique Daphne, whether it be on special teams and stuff like that. I yeah, to be honest, I mean, I was kind of I kind of expected some of the other roster cuts, I guess I could say today, but Dominique mm-hmm. Daphne being cut today was uh, definitely a surprise. Leroy, what are your what are your thoughts on Dominique Daphne getting cut? I, I guys, I mean, he does the same thing that Josiah DeGora does. Same things a move guy. They got they got to get more athletic at the at the tight end position, and I don't know if they need to find somebody or what. To, I mean, I don't think that they're going to give up on Tyler Davis, but you know, dropping that one pass. But tight end position is suffering, and that's got to be a position they got to really feel like they're going to look. I, you know, the the backup tight end they just played Disley, I think, as a kid from San Francisco. Yeah, Will Disley. I, yeah, him. They want somebody like that. They can move. That can get open, catch the ball, because at this point, you're trying to win a Super Bowl. So, but now that may hurt you on special teams because you want a bigger guy like that on special teams. But at this position, Gary, tight end position right now is kind of a head scratcher because somebody has to take that position over, and because otherwise. Mercedes Lewis is still going to be there because he's your best blocking tight end. That's going to be so obvious when he's in the game, they're going to run the ball. But I guess you can do play action. So right now, when they until they get down to their uh, – after next week's cut, I'm not surprised at nothing they're doing right now. I, re- I really am not. Yeah, I think it's interesting. We'll obviously keep you guys in the loop with the latest training camp info and – Obviously, mm-hmm. Packers and Saints right now going underway in joint practices as no well. No fighting. No fighting, no injuries. That's yeah, the biggest no thing. No fighting. Don't be up there fighting. So we will continue to bring you guys the latest news when it comes to the Green Bay Packers and today's practice against the New Orleans Saints. But in the meantime, got to talk about Christian Watson and this Packers wide receiver core and really the passing game as a whole in general because Christian Watson, as we all know, this past weekend was activated from the pup list, easing him back into practice as he won't be – participating in team drills we do an individual reps today but really when it comes to Christian Watson I mean I think it's it's kind of an interesting question asking you guys on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line 855-830-8648 or you can tweet us at Big Show Network once again 855-830-8648 does Christian Watson need to burst down to the scene immediately for the Green Bay Packers and for me guys I mean when I look at what Christian Watson and his role for the Packers right now I think as a fan, you obviously want him to burst onto the scene right away. But if you're looking at this Packers roster and who they got, Robert Tunyon's looking like he's going to be ready to go and back and healthy. Josiah DeGuara, as we mentioned, Mercedes Lewis and the rest of the passing game. Aaron Jones is going to have a big part in the game. I mean, Romeo Dubs has been phenomenal. And if he can make an immediate impact for the Packers right away and kind of take the, the pressure off of Christian Watson to start the season, I don't think Christian Watson really needs to fill up the stat sheet right away. If they can ease him in and kind of make sure that he is established and comfortable, I think that's most important for Christian Watson right now in this Packers game right now. What do you what do you what say you, Gary? 
I think right now it's a collection of players. I, I need to hear a little bit. I, have we heard? Is Sammy Watkins practicing? I haven't seen yeah. anything from today, but I mean, I haven't yeah. heard any bad news, so I would he, assume he so. He didn't yeah. play with uh, uh, Lazard. They're, those are your two starters, so they're not going to play a lot. Well, so so it's going to be it's going to be Lazard, Watkins, and Cobb. And Cobb. Yeah, those are your three starters. Cobby. Yeah, Cobby. You know the starter. Why you act like yeah. you don't know the? You know. Well, no, and that's I just had a. Say it out loud in my mind, Leroy, so it can work. Okay, I got, I got visualizing Leroy. I like visualizing. that. I got to see it in my like mind. Like, like a golf so shot. So I know what it is. Yep, right. But have we heard anything from Sammy Watkins? No, nothing so far. I mean, on top of that, too, Gary, you bring up Sammy Watkins. I mean, his contract is sort of similar to what Devin Funches had to go through last year. Yeah, he better play. He ain't going to make no money. I think, we all, I think we all expect Sammy Watkins to be on the roster based on the praise that Aaron Rodgers has also thrown his way. But, I mean, it's it's not a guarantee. And if Danny Davis keeps on making things interesting in the rest of the the wide receiver core, I mean, who knows what, what Sammy Watkins' future of the Green Bay Packers is. Yeah, see, I and I don't know that. Leroy said this yesterday on Spectrum News One, which I, I don't think I've ever heard him. Well, I, I may have heard him say, it, but he said if I was Matt Lafleur, I still be looking. If I was Brian Gutekunst, I still be looking for a receiver. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe they should be, but I don't think that they are. And I mean, if you start, I mean, Rome, maybe they think Romeo Dobbs is the guy, and that's gonna solve all their problems. I, I, maybe they put. And then maybe they're thinking Christian Watson's going to be okay. And then they can run with those three guys I just talked about. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I just, I don't know what that's going to look like, man. I, I just, I, I'm just holding out hope that everything works out. Well, Malik know. Taylor's up there too, right? I mean, yeah. He, he hanging yeah. around. Speaking of uh, Sammy Watkins, (laughs) shout out to one of our listeners, Brandon, on Twitter just added us. And Ryan Wood, literally two minutes ago, just tweeted about uh, Sammy Watkins. Ryan Wood, that dude on the Green Bay Press Gazette, as we like to call him here on the flagship station in Milwaukee. Ryan Wood tweets out, speaking of flags, Aaron Rodgers gets Saints defense to jump offside, and he hits Sammy Watkins deep down the right sideline. The MVP's hard count is in mid-season form. Tell you. No, that's what he can do. Watkins, he can get deep. But he is practicing with with the Green Bay Packers. so. By but, the time I hear his name. Look, when I, when, I, yeah. when I think of Christian Watson and, and coming back from injury and what he has to do for this Green Bay Packers team, I just think right now there's such a strength in numbers with this passing game for the Green Bay Packers. Mm. And you can rely on other guys outside of the wide receiver position like uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and, and the tight ends as well. I think based on what you have, I mean, yeah, would you as a fan, would you like to see Christian Watson make a big impact right away? Absolutely. But does he need to? I don't, I don't think he really does. He has to be MVS. Yeah, essentially. If he's not MVS, you're in trouble. Because MVS. Well, Sammy Watkins is MVS. No, Sammy Watkins is another category. What category he Because he may get hurt, Gary. You get him try to keep stretching him out. You can make well, pull you got something. two guys that can be MVS. What you got? Well, I'm going to concentrate on one because he's 6'4", and he was 6'4", and he's averaging <laughs> 20 yards a catch. So, so my thing is this. So you can almost put him in the one, um, one dance. Pony. Yeah, one trick pony. I don't like to say the other word. But you said so no, you can say it because you and you're a millennial. Yeah. But me and Gary, you know, which I keep it keep it a hundred. If he's averaging twenty yards a catch seven, oh boy. Yeah. Because that's all MVS when MVS was healthy, now because he was banged up, remember he had the drops? Remember he had the drops? Yeah. And me and Gary would say, Well, they ain't got nobody like him with that height and run a Mm -hmm. four three. Yeah. They ain't got nobody like that for number nine, okay? 
Number nine, I know his dad, by the way. Christian Watson, all he has to do is wake up in training camp saying, I'm the deep threat. Okay, so I got to be ready by, of course, the last preseason game or the next preseason game. Not, he's not going to play against the Saints. If they can activate him to play, I mean, he's activated to practice, to play the last preseason game. Because remember, uh, it's only three preseason games, right? Yep. Yeah. So if he can play that last preseason game or even next week, I think he'll be fine. But I think for the most part, they looking at these airways because they don't – hey, man, listen, I don't think you – you when you don't see Guna comes at practice, he up on that computer and on that phone. I need some firepower. And I like that he's flying under the radar. Don't be telling everybody what you're doing. Don't be leaking stuff out. I don't like all them leaks, Gary. Because I think when people know where you're coming from, it's bad negotiation. Well, they definitely need a receiver. So, mm-hmm. I, I, hey, man, give me a first-round pick or second-round pick if you want to trade for somebody. Because next week, you're going to see some veterans get released because of contracts. Yep. Because there's new veterans on the contract that first week, Gary. They got to pay them their whole salary. So some of these teams will start to part ways with these guys, and you could pick up a guy. Can I remember Twitter, uh, Green Bay Twitter went crazy when um, your boy signed with Tampa, uh, Julio Jones. I'm like, you want to give Julio Jones $7 million? I mean, because then if he gets hurt, you're going to say, why did Gouda can pay him? Right. Right. So it's it's catch 22, no pun intended. But I, catch but, 22, I like But that for Christian much. Watson, for a minute, Gary, he's your jet sweep guy. Mm-hmm. He's your play action guy going down the field. And that's the one thing I said Jordan Love was missing that he can get from Aaron Rodgers to hard count. Yeah. Hey, man, listen, for a defensive player, trust me, Reggie White did not like hard counts. Mm-hmm. He did not, uh, he wants you to go blue 28 hut. He gone. But they said, wait a minute. If I can get Big Dog leaning, Gary, get him leaning and getting back, I can get the ball up. So he needs right. to learn that in his arsenal, how Aaron Rodgers works on his hard count. And then the offensive line, they're new guys. They got to work on it too. Because right. if they jump, there's no free play. Mm-mm. So it's he, these kind of things receivers have to do. Because if you flinch your arms, they're going to – you know, they're going to throw a flag. Yeah, it's just, got, it's inexcusable. It's inexcusable for the receivers, too, because you're literally looking at the ball the entire you're, time. Well, sometimes, though, you know, I, I, them I, smart I, yeah. guys over there, and the deepest guy, we're not the smartest, but we're the most aggressive. Mm-hmm. Anything move, we're chasing it. That's why I like when they do offense, motion, shifts, you know, all that kind of stuff. But if you just come out, line up, and go, I think we got you. But I think the receiving core are starting to take shape when they make the first cut in that room. And I don't know if they did it yet. I, I, if they have, I apologize. Another first receiver yet, no. When they first cut one of these guys, now you're going to start to see it shape up. But I yeah. would not be surprised by Friday you see another veteran receiver up in here. I think you and I, Leroy, are kind of on the same page when it comes to expectations and what we actually think about Christian Watson, Watson in the first couple of weeks because I think you're right. He's going to be more of a splash guy in the first couple yes. of weeks. He's not going to be, you know, number one or number two in the total receptions for the Packers in the first couple mm-hmm. weeks. No, mm-hmm. because you have so many guys. On top of that, he is still getting eased back into practice after just being activated off a of pup. Is that kind of how you see it too, Gary, that just more kind of a splash player in the first couple weeks before he maybe really establishes himself? I think a lot of these guys, these younger guys that they have, is going to take time to develop. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, maybe second half of the season you see these guys 
get their legs underneath them, understand what the game is all about. Because that receiver is hard. I mean, you Joker's throwing different coverage at you all the time. That's true. And then you got to figure out your role within the offense. Which, and then Leroy is already say, okay, Christian Watson, speed guy, right? Yeah. Get deep. So which meaning that I'm I'm Lazard underneath, right? Um, I'm Josiah Degura underneath. Uh, I got I got uh, Aaron Jones play action pass, AJ Dillon, all that, and then Watson and Watkins, my deep threat guys, take the top off the defense. So they'll got to figure out what their role is and when's their time. Matt Lafleur is masterful at making all the plays look like the same play. Mm-hmm. It's sucking you up, sucking you up, and next thing you know, you get deep. So I think, yeah, I think what you'll see is second half of the season. I think you'll see these younger guys starting to have some success. Once again, asking you guys, what do you do? You really expect Christian Watson to burst onto the scene for the Green Bay Packers right away? Once again. 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line if you guys want to join the conversation. You can also tweet us at Big Show Network. We'll continue to talk about this and more after the break here, but before that, I want to remind you guys about the delicious Wendy's crispy fries. Mm-mm. Wendy's knows everyone hates cold and soggy fries. That's why Wendy's serves them up hot and crispy all day, every day. Natural cut, skin on potato fried to golden perfection and perfectly sprinkled with sea salt, just the way they should be. Plus, Wendy's fries aren't like the other fries. They're not hot one second and cold the next. They're served up hot and crispy every single time, standing up to any dip that you throw at them as well. So grab your favorite sauce, or if you're like me, grab a Frosty and dip that fry in there as well. If you're heading into a sort of thing and taste the difference hot and crispy can make, head to Wendy's today and get your order of hot and crispy fries at participating Wendy's. We'll continue to talk about Christian Watson, the Green Bay Packers, and more after the break here to Sam Schmitz, Leroy Butler, and Gary Ellison. Here on the Big Show Radio Network. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. It is the Wendy's Big Show. Once again, Sam Schmidt's in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Packers owner, along with former Packer Badger running back Gary Ellerson and the Pro Football Hall of Famer and former Packer safety Leroy Butler as well. Want to remind you guys also about the Wendy's Strawberry Frosty. It's time to enjoy yourself is built in. They're so rich and creamy, a straw just won't cut it. And finishing one, that takes at least 15 minutes. So check your watch. Is it Frosty time yet? And by that, we mean, is it time for a moment just with you and your Frosty? Kicking back and doing whatever goes best with the best treat of the summer. These Strawberry Frosty treats are going fast. So when it's time for a Frosty... Choose wisely and choose Wendy's. Once again, talking about Christian Watson and this Packers wide receiver court on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. If you guys want to join the conversation or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Asking you guys right now, does Christian Watson need to burst onto the scene immediately for the Packers? Or do they need to ease him in? Or do we should we just expect a, a little bit more of a let's flash plays for the first couple weeks? Let's get out to the phone lines. Let's get out to Doug in Luxembourg. Doug, you're on the Big Show. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. No problem. Um, you know, there's always a few veterans that seem to part ways every year. And I'm going to throw a couple surprise cuts out there. Okay, come on with it. Just gut feeling. I got a feeling either Sammy Watkins or Randall Cobb, one of those two guys is going to get cut. I got a feeling maybe somebody, even though he had a 
good year last year. Dean Lowry might not make the team this year. And I hope I'm wrong, uh, but I just got a gut feeling David Bakhtiari's not going to play for the Packers anymore. Oh, gee. As it stands right now, Yash Nyman, as it stands right now, is a better player than David Bakhtiari. Well, yeah, because he's it, available. Right. Yes, and and until we see something from number 69, I don't think he's going to be available. I just got that gut feeling, and it, it, it's not good. It should This should have never gone this far. And I, I don't want no rotating player at left tackle in one week out. We, we went through that with Brian Balaga, and we don't need that anymore. We got to get some stability there somehow, you know. Mm-hmm. But those are my predictions, and we'll see what happens. It's coming quick. Dude, you might need to go ahead and drink you some Lee Vodka, man. Calm down, man. You want all these people gone, man. Doug, come on now. I, they restructured. Thanks for the phone call, Doug. I love what he calls. Hot take Doug there. But yeah. uh, they restructured Cobb's contract. He ain't going nowhere. Can you imagine what Rodgers? was straight $5 million cut. I don't think Rodgers would even allow that to even be in facts. the conversation. Yeah, facts. with Randall Cobb. All facts. Sammy Watkins now, I mean, we all expect him to be a part of this roster, but it's just the way the contract is structured with Watkins, it's not really a guarantee. Don't cost him that. Right, so I mean, so maybe Watkins, but I think we all expect him to be on the roster at the end of the day. But, yeah, as far as the other other hot takes by Doug there, it's uh, interesting. Gary, the what do you think about – I apologize, Sam. No, go ahead. Uh, what do you think about both of you guys? Uh, Dean Lowry – I don't know why he threw it. Dean's in the rotation. Yeah, I, I don't know how you can cut him, Gary. What? No, if- I think I think Dean Lowry's there. Yeah, I think they like their rotation. Yep. I don't know how long he's got in his contract. I think they'll see that contract out. I think their biggest thing was they wanted to get a good defensive rotation. I think Dean Lowry's a part of that rotation. Um, so I don't see him actually being cut. Couldn't I mean- they save six million dollars last year if they would have cut Dean Lowry? I think something like that. Right. I think they could have. I'm not sure. But if he's made it this hey, man, Doug may be right. I don't know. If he's right, we're giving him something. I kind of like Dean Lowry's role going into this season. I, look, I, I'm, cl- I'm glad I get to talk to you guys about this today because I really don't get an opportunity to talk to you guys about this. But with Dean Lowry and Tyler. You can always call me, too. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. But you're a busy man. You're a Hall of Famer now. I got Gary Block. <laughs> I got Gary Block, but you can call. With Dean Lowry, though, I always thought him and Tyler Lancaster the past couple of years, like, and Efren, throw Efren in there. Not not starters, in my opinion. But they rotation yeah. exactly. You put yeah. him in the the spot that Dean Lowry is going into this year. A little less playing time. Keep him fresh. Keep the other guys fresh. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. With Dean Lowry at the end of the day. But yeah, Dean Lowry, Jaron Reed, Devontae Wyatt, Kenny Clark, those Sweet. guys. That's good with me. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Dean Lowry is going anywhere. But I don't know. That was that was an interesting phone call there from Hot Take Doug in Luxembourg. It was. But Hot Take Doug. Real quick, <laughs> before we uh, – we got Tim Dillard coming up here in a couple minutes to talk about the Brewers as well. But I just want to kind of put a bow on this Christian Watson topic. I think it's I, – I believe in Christian Watson. I believe in the scouting report and everything. I think he's capable of living up to the hype in the NFL. It's just I think it's interesting when you think of some of the top rookie wide receivers from the past couple of years, guys like Justin Jefferson, the other stud from LSU, Jamar Chase – you look at all those guys. Those platinum guys. But they took until like week three to really get established and really start lighting the league up because, I mean, J- Justin Jefferson, like I said, didn't really make an impact until week three, his rookie season. Jamar Chase, 
we're still trying to break the can he catch the NFL football in week three. Yeah, I remember. That's which I think point, is funny. Sammy. And then, yeah, he, you know. Preseason, they say he had the drops. Right. And then he's carrying the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl along with yeah. Joe Burrow. So, look, even if Christian Watson has a slow start with the Green Bay Packers, I think fans might. I think the. Our show will definitely have a lot of content to talk about, but I'm, I'm not worried at the end of the day just because you have guys like Dubs, Lazard, Cobb, uh, Watkins, all these other guys too. Amari Rogers could be sneaky as well, along with the tight end room and the running backs. I think it's okay if Christian Watson gets off to a slow start. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think you got other receivers that you can rely on right now, tight ends. you got you got other pieces out there that you can rely on. On top of that too, like Romeo Dubs, I know we just talked about some of the veterans well, and he's stars. He's all over the place right now. But I think Dubs translates more to like a a, a a a clean route runner. I guess you could say more pro ready. So I think what I was kind of talking about in the flagship station for the past couple weeks, I think Dubs will probably make a more immediate impact. Now I'm not saying like you know leading the team in receptions and all that. That's probably gonna be Lazard or some of the other guys. But I think Dubs will probably have a bigger impact for the Packers in the first couple weeks. And then Christian Watson, I think, will eventually. Because he's available. He should be yeah. ahead of Christian Watson. He'll get more comfortable and eventually, you know, find his place. But that's we'll, we'll continue he's to get talk. more opportunities. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll yeah. continue to talk about the Packers later on throughout the show. We'll talk about that. And we want to get Leroy's thoughts on the joint practices as well at the top of the final hour here. But after the break here, let's dive back into the Brewers. Tim Dillard from Valley Sports Wisconsin, One as well as the favorites. former Brewer and Brewers Unfiltered. Joins us here on the Wendy's Big Show to talk about the Brewers-Dodgers series and more. Stay tuned. More coming up next here on the Big Show. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Wendy's Big Show. Myself, Sam Schmitz, in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, along with Leroy Butler and Gary Ellerson. Talking Brewers right now, and no one better to do that with than the former Brewer, pre- and Pope analyst for Valley Sports Wisconsin and host of Brewers Unfiltered, Tim Dillard, joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, courtesy of Robert Hack Diamonds. Tim, good to hear you, man, and thanks for the time, as always. 
Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, I bet there's somebody better to talk about the Brewers, but I'll, I get that you have to settle for me. It's no. okay. Never, Tim. No, we want the bet. We t- want you. Don't tell yourself that. I actually, I, I thoroughly <laughs> believe in what I just said. But anyways, we got to start with uh, yesterday's matchup against the Los Angeles Dodgers in game one of this this four-game series. I think the thing sure. I, I got to start off with, Tim, is this problem against left-handed pitchers. Obviously, you saw the Dodgers ace Julio Urias on the mound last night. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. frankly, the Brewers were able to, I mean, they got him out of the ballgame fairly quickly in the five innings, but I don't know. This this problem against left-handed pitchers is, is a real thing for them right now. It is, and it hasn't snuck up on everybody. You know, it's been like this pretty much all year long. They're 17 and 19 now, I think, against um, left-handed starters. And, you know, they struggled last year, and they made some moves to think they were going to do better this year, but a lot of guys have reverse splits. And the wins they do have, they actually get the left-handed starter out early, not doing much damage and then getting into the bullpen and and scoring runs off them. So, I don't know. I I think right now what you're seeing when it comes to the Brewers' offense, if I'm just going to, you know, lump that in with problems against left-handed starters, is that there's a thin line between trusting the process and changing an approach. I think right now they're going, okay, do we trust the process and and this whole thing is going to work out? Or do we start changing going, okay, we got to have a different approach to try to do whatever we can to push runs across and – I think that came to a culmination last night. What is the process? I, I'm just trying to figure that out. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, yeah, I don't know. They're things proven. They're, I mean, like, they're they're still right at the top, you know, two, what, two games back in the division? Yeah. Um, yeah this is the it. approach that they had last year. They've had yeah. it for several years now, to, and they've made playoffs. So it's like, okay, you know, do we do we change it or do we stick with what we know? Um, and I think that there's a gray area right in the middle um, where they can they can try not to pull spe- specifically lefties. They're trying to pull yeah. everything, at least the right-handed right. hitters. And pitchers know that. I'm a pitcher, and I'm going, please, show me that you're trying to pull the ball, and I'll get you out because I, right. I, you're just giving away your approach. And so in that way is what I'm saying is you kind of ditch the process for the moment and look at the situation and go, this guy's going to pitch me away. He thinks I'm not going to go away. And when guys have done that, they've had success, but it's just few and far between. Uh, yeah, Tim Leroy Butler. Uh, Freddie Peralta, uh, I think he was up to 92 pitches. At one point, it just seemed like, seemed like he was losing control of his fastball. He got a little high at times. But for the most part, I didn't think he pitched all that bad. Um, so... Because I think most people see the Dodgers, they won 80 games. I mean, they're stacked. But... They had their opportunities and just could not take advantage of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'll say this about Freddie, though. I mean, this this wasn't a surprise. This guy grinds out at bats. He doesn't want to give the other team an inch. Um, and I get that, especially a team like this. If you're going to face the Dodgers, it's like, okay, is there any breaks in the lineup? Well, no. It's all, it's all filled with all-stars and MVPs. I mean, my goodness, good luck. And there's no more DH or there's no more pitcher hitting. You got the DH, so there you go. Like there's no lulls in this lineup. So he goes out there with the mentality of I'm not going to give in and just throw a get me over in the wrong count, and let a guy get a hit. I think that's one of the walks. He gets four walks, but um, you know, for the most part, shutting out this team or uh, uh, you know one run in four innings, that's not too shabby. So I think a good thing was the fact that he did throw 92 pitches, and now mm-hmm. you know where his pitch count's going to be, and he. Past that threshold, I oh, hope he's feeling one. good today. And moving forward, that's a great sign. 
Yeah, I want to get into it. I'm going to ask, I got one, one more <laughs> question, but I got one uh, just uh, observation you can help me with when well, it comes to pitching. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, when the Dodgers come into a hitter's ballpark like this, it, it, it seemed like to me, uh, Tim, is it a certain way you should pitch them? Um, maybe more change-ups, more curveballs, or you just go through your game plan and it is what it is because Freeman has a sweet swing, of course. And all these guys, they're, they're coming into this ballpark saying, we're going to hit a lot of home runs. So if you're the Brewers, you got to do the same thing. Yeah, facing a lineup like this, obviously you go with your strengths. If your strengths are fastball, then you know you don't want to get beat on your third or fourth best pitch, right? If you don't throw a very good changeup, you don't want to get beat on that pitch. I think we saw that from Eric Lauer. He admitted that when he was pitching against the Cardinals. He's like, why am I throwing this pitch? That's the worst pitch I've ever thrown. You know, so you can't make mistakes right. to certain teams like this, and that puts a lot of pressure on the pitcher. That's why it's been pretty impressive to see what the starting rotation has done uh, one cycle through. I mean, they're doing fantastic quality starts galore. Um, I, I think you don't do anything different when you face the lineup. You just get informed, okay, what's the guy's tendencies, where's mm -hmm. his cold zones. Mm -hmm. And just look at, you know, certain numbers. What's, when do they swing? Do they swing first pitch? If you're facing a guy that swings first pitch 50% of the time, then you better be careful first pitch. You know, if a guy doesn't swing until three pitches in, then you got to know that. So I, I think it's just knowing your opponent. I don't think it changes just because it's the Dodgers, but I think they are aware that, you know, there is no lulls in this lineup. Yeah, uh, real quick before Gary asks this question, the young man, what's his name, Sammy? Brent Suter. No, the other one. Strzelecki. Yeah, him. <laughs> This guy was like 17 letters. Now, Tim, he does a very quick get into his motion. Is that normal for pitchers? Because as soon as he gets the ball, he's ready to throw again. Or do most pitchers kind of take their time, get their signal from the catcher, and then deliver? Because I thought he was going really fast. I actually was kind of refreshing to see. Yeah, I think there's a new wave coming. In the minor leagues, they have the, the pitch clock. It's going to speed this whole new generation that's coming to the big leagues of guys that are saying, hey, you don't have time, go get on the rubber oh, and pitch. Um, and guys are learning how to get good at that. You know, because if you try to tell, you know, Kenley Jensen right now, hey, we need you to pick up the tempo, he's going to be like, what? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of the best in the game. Why would I do that now? So you have to kind of get all these guys to do that. And Strzelecki in particular, um, he's got great stuff. And yeah. part of his stuff is just surprising the hitter. So he comes out throwing a fastball, and he has one of the tightest sliders in all of baseball, 3,000 uh, RPMs, which just means this guy's rotations are um, off the chart, tough to read, and he did very well. Once again, we are talking to former Brewer pre- and post-game analyst for Valley Sports Wisconsin, and make sure to check out Brewers Unfiltered on your Odyssey app as well. Tim Dillard, you can follow him on Twitter, at Dim Tillard as well, one of the best Twitter accounts out there. On the Schneider Orange Hotline, Tim. Now, when it comes to the offense, I think a lot of Brewers fans were kind of surprised that they didn't add a bat. Granted, they tried, but unfortunately, they didn't bring anybody in, especially yep. at center field. And lately, Tim, we've been getting a lot of fans calling in on our, our post-game show on the flagship station here in Milwaukee about bringing up a guy like Sal Freelich or Joey Weimer, one of these outfield prospects that they have down there. They could also bring up Estre Ruiz. Do you think that it, it might be a little necessary to bring up uh, one of these prospects to kind of give a little... A little bolt of juice for the offense? Um, I think it's a real possibility, and I think you'll definitely see that, at least in September. It's not as generous as it once was when you could just bring up anybody you wanted in September. Um, the roster only expands, I think, two people from 26 to 28. But um, 
If you listen to our podcast that's being dropped, the episode number 20 is coming out. We're talking to Tom Flanagan. He, Flanagan's the, the uh, president of all minor league baseball. He was my farm director. I've known him forever, and he talks about this exact very thing about these guys, why they're good, what we can see from them, their journey. Um, and it was very enlightening because, you know what, in, in a time where guys are moving up the ladder and they have to prove themselves, there's a crop of guys right now in AAA that are doing it, and they're not showing any signs of scuffling. They are ready. Uh, I think it's just a matter of time at this point. You know, I hate going here, but I'm, I know it's like 162 games, right? And I know <laughs> we got more games to play yet against the Cardinals. When do baseball players, because y'all live in different, because we, we only got 17 games, uh, Timmy. So we on the hook. When is the sense of urgency for baseball? Players? Yeah, when is that? Seventeen kick games. Yeah. Seventeen games. Yeah. We gotta get every one, Tim. We can't be messing around. <laughs> Y'all got one hundred sixty-two. It just feel like you jokers are so laid back. You know, one game at a time is one hundred sixty-two. Blah blah blah. We two games out of first. We were in first. When does sense of urgency kicks in? Maybe Cut September. Me out, bro. Cut me yeah, out, bro. Probably sep- September. If it happens at all, you, you know, guys start checking the the wall scoreboard during the game, probably in September, but I'm going to be honest. I, at a, you know, 162 games and I get that. That seems like a cliche, but you don't want yeah. a baseball player with a sense of urgency on opening day in the first week of the season. You don't want that. Um, you want them to be Die. like 51st yeah. dates every game. Yeah. They wake up and they yeah. just forgot what happened the next, you know, they just, they, yeah. every day's fresh. Every day's yeah. new. You want them to be yeah. in that headspace. You don't want them bringing right. up the past because this game right here is super right. negative and it's super right. hard. And the last thing you right. want to do is be dragging more burden and baggage with you uh, moving forward. So, so when is it then? You say September? I would say September guys, especially if you're in the hunt. You know, if you're at the bottom of the division and you're, you know, you've lost a hundred games, I think you're probably not going to look at the scoreboard as much. But <laughs> <when> you're in, <laughs> you probably try to avoid it. You know, be like that dude that slid in the third. Have your phone in your back pocket, playing Candy Crush yeah, or whatever. Dude. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you, yeah, I think you should. I think you sit there and um, you look at the scoreboard and you're like, all right, they're losing. Like we got a shot right here. Like it just, it, yeah. it's a end time motivator um, that you're not going to get in mid June. Like you're just not right. going to look at the scoreboard and go, oh wow, they're they're winning. It's like we don't even know who's going to. This thing may look completely different in a week, mm-hmm. um, and and I mean that's probably what is going to happen. So uh, that's that's the thing. I know it's a cliche, but 162 games is a long time, and I promise it you is. want players uh, to forget each day <laughs> after it's over and come in fresh and new. Tim, right. thank you so much for the time. As always, lot, we will definitely hear from you amazing. next week, and it'll I be feel better now, Tim. I feel better. Yeah, thank, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah step back. Yeah, Y'all I'm are old. good. Take a breath. It's all good here. Yeah, yeah. Two games back. Yeah, yeah. it'll be yeah, interesting to see where the Brewers are a week from now. See. But uh, nothing t- to see here. <laughs> yeah, but Tim, appreciate the time. We'll hear from you next week. All right. All right. Thank you. No problem. That was yeah. former Brewer and pre and post game analyst for Valley Sports Wisconsin, as well as host of Brewers Unfiltered on your Odyssey app. Tim Dillard. Make sure to check him out on Twitter as well as at Dim Tillard. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiders.com as well. And once again, Tim joins us via Robert Hack Dimes as well. 
We can see Doc Packers, Brewers, and Bucks as well later on here in the Wendy's Big Show. More coming up. Sam Schmitz, Leroy Butler, Gary Ellison Wait. here on the Wendy's Big Show. Wisconsin wide, the Big Show Radio Network. It is the Wendy's Big Show here on The Fan. Myself, Sam Schmitz, in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, along with Leroy Butler and Gary Ellison as well. I want to remind you guys about the Wendy's app and rewards program. For me, the only thing better than eating Wendy's is earning more Wendy's while I eat. I had no idea that they have a new loyalty program. Hello, Wendy's Rewards. The entire menu is up for grabs, too. Whatever food you order directly through the Wendy's app, Wendy's website, at a restaurant, or anything counts. For $1 you spend, you'll earn 10 points. You can place your order via pickup or delivery with the Wendy's app or website. You're good. That's really all you have to do. Mobile and website orders add reward points automatically. Done and done. It's the best and so easy. Now, before we dive back into the Packers at the top of the hour, uh, obviously I want to get Leroy's thoughts on the joint practices as well. But before that, Gary, we had the Packers scheduled drop, or the, not the Packers, the Badgers scheduled drop just a few days ago. Anything in particular that sticks out to you? It's an easy schedule. That's what stick out to me. I mean, they got Ohio State at Ohio State. Other than that, I, it's a bunch of cream puffs. I mean, they should really only lose one game. Seven and four. They, mm-hmm. No, I mean, they probably lose two. But that's it. I mean, you figure Illinois State, Washington State, New Mexico, somebody, I don't know, at Ohio State. They got Brett Bielema at home. Uh, there's not a whole lot here. Not a lot to see. Northwestern, at Northwestern, Purdue, Minnesota. That's it. Maryland. They, they Come on, man. So, Gary, you're saying the Badgers are going to have a pretty easy time this year with their schedule? Sure, in my in my humble opinion, looks like a two-loss uh, team to me. What bowl is that? Uh, that might get you <laughs> in the Garden Schweppes Bowl. <laughs> well, hey, any bowl game, I assume you win some jewelry, Gary, and I'm yeah. sure you can also get some jewelry via the good people at the Jewelry Center as well. Yeah, my good friends at the Jewelry Center, three locations, local 76 and Layton, Layton Plaza in Brookfield. I blew my road and tried to see National Bank Bill on the second floor. Third location uh, in Burlington, Wisconsin. Uh, website, shoptjc.com. Shoptjc.com. Folks at that website get about anything you want to buy at all. Three of their locations, the website is very interactive. And if you don't want to do all that, call them. Call the jury center. Call the owner, Dean Murray. He's taking your phone calls. If you're shopping for a piece of jury, guys, you're going somewhere else, I'm telling you, you're paying too much money. But if you don't believe me, don't take my word for it. Go down there, call Dean Murray, shop TJC.com, or go to uh, one of their three locations and get that best deal on a piece of jewelry. And once again, Leroy, he's going to give you the most money for your old golden jewelry too. There's no place out there like it. Guys, Thanks. call my good friends today at the jury center. Ask for the owner, Dean Murray. Gary, you got me ready to spend everything I got. And I don't know if that's a good thing, but that's yeah. a shout out to the people yeah. at the jewelry center for sure. Yeah. All right. Sure. We will wrap this things up with the final we'll hour of up. the big show at the top of the hour. We got to get Leroy Butler's thoughts on the impact of joint practices compared to preseason games. Thing. We'll do that along with uh, Gary Ellison and myself, Sam Schmitz. Final hour, final hour of the Wendy's Big Show coming up here in just a couple minutes.
Listening to the Big Show Radio Network. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.